and welcome to Bridging Knowledge and Policy Podcast with me, Lucy Imanit Eliu. Well, in today's episode, we will be talking about the education around PR system prior to Australian selection. And I have a guest with me to take us through all we need to know. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Please introduce yourself. My name is Kalilu Ibrahim Tutangi. I'm the chairman for the National Council for Civic Education and Democracy. Okay, so today we are talking about um, PR. But um, data shows that there is a huge gap in public knowledge around the, um, the, the PR system, particularly for you. Can you clearly state what the PR is and how it operates and what's the hope they can achieve in a country like Sierra especially in these elections? Well, in the run-up to the bill around the PR and uh, all of this election operation, there's been a, a lot of uh, questions about where with that PR and the government and the ECSL finally decided they're going to run the current election cycle on the proportional representation system, especially now they're talking about the district block system. Now, what they have done is to divide the whole country, the 16 districts of the country, into 16 electoral blocks, and where for members of parliament, for councillors, each ward is now just one district, each constituency is now... Uh, one district, and they now allocated numbers, proportion of numbers uh, to this country. So if a party pulls 11.9%, for instance, for a member of parliament in a district, that party automatically is allocated a seat in that district. Similarly, if a party pulls 4.5% uh, for a council in a district, that party is allocated um, um, a, a seat on, on, the, on, the, on the district council. Uh, all but for the mayoral candidates and the presidential candidates, they are now going to have the whole country, in the case of the president, as his constituency, and it's going to be on the 55% representation system. So yes, it's a, it's a multi-pronged electoral system, differently from the president and differently from the members of parliament and, and the councils. There's a lot of question about uh, that calculation, in the, in the, but then when we what we found out lately is that uh, the electoral commission approached parliament to 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 advise them as to the number of uh, seats that they expect the next parliament to have, and from what we understand is 135 seats that the parliament wants to be constituted of in, in the next uh, parliamentary circle, and so it is that number that they, they say they are going to take and multiply and whatever division they do to get that, that 11.5%, 11.9% of the vote per electoral uh, district. It's pretty confusing for a number of people and it's a mouthful to even explain, even for us who are uh, advocates and looking at the situation. Uh, so on our part, we just concluded a um, participation perception survey for young people that was done by the IGR. We want to have a clear understanding as to where they stand on some of these critical issues. What's the level of understanding? You can't mend what's the illness you don't have. So we want to have empirical data that uh, is going to inform what we're going to do, how we're going to approach their education and even the engagement of young people so that they can have a clearer understanding of where these issues are. Because it's important that they have this understanding. Many a times we see politicians, disgruntled politicians, will now come up to them and say, oh, we have been cheated. So let's go out there and agitate mm-hmm. and all of that. 
And if they don't have a clear understanding, they are likely to, to go along with those politicians. But if they have some education on this, they're going to ask, wait a minute, but this is what the, the law said, this is what the law said, and this is what happened, so no, we can be a party to this. So that is where we want to go uh, with this. We want to have uh, some level, we want to intensify education around these issues uh, before the elections for them. Yeah, and I feel that's an excellent idea. So tell us, the party list are out with candidates. But are citizens voting for individuals or for parties? Well, it's, it's, uh, that's uh, the confusing bit um, uh, I was talking about. Mm. It's a party platform. Uh, for instance, uh, at the national level, they have the presidential candidate and, run, and the running mate. Mm -hmm. And they're running on the party platform. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, we have not seen those platforms yet. So we are basically running a popularity contest between the, the incumbent and the, his challenger, and which is basically a repeat of the last election and all of that. Uh, the, the, the government is saying they have done A, B, C, D, and they are better, the people should better stay with him because uh, they are on the right trajectory um, um, going forward. The challenger is saying uh, the economy is bad, the economy is bad, but people are still asking, so what would you do with, with the economy? And we all understand it's, it's a bad situation, and the government even has acknowledged that it's challenging, but what would you do differently? The debate has not started yet as far as we are concerned. For the rest of the other seats and at the parliamentary level, everybody is going to in the party line. So except for the independents, all of the political parties, I even understand they are not going to be phases. Okay. They are only going to be a party symbol. So you now vote for the party that you think uh, they have a platform that is uh, closer to what you think as to where the country should go and all of that. But the unfortunate thing is the thing that we will continue to urge is where is the party platform? Where is the manifesto? What are people voting on? Unfortunately, we do not have that at the moment. Okay, so we, we wouldn't want a, um, a, a scenario where someone would say, oh, I have this amount of crowd, like the whole of Lomli has voted for me, and still I lost. So how, how does um, a candidate or party win? So we, we were trying to explain that a short while ago. Um, in the, at the parliamentary level, the whole district, for instance, in Freetown here, we have the East District, we have the, the West West District also, and we have the West Rural District. So let's say the West Rural District where I live, for instance, there are 10, 10 seats that have been allocated to the West Rural District. Now, all political parties have contested. Now let us say the West Rural District is, uh, has uh, 100,000 voters, for instance. So each political party is supposed to have 11.9% of that 100,000 voters, which is about 11,900 votes for you to get a member of parliament. Mm -hmm. So if you are an independent candidate, you're not just, if you, and you live at Lumbly, you're not only going to campaign in Lumbly. Uh, no, if you live at Godrich, where I live, for instance, West Rural District, if you live at Godrich, you're not only going to campaign in Godrich. You are not expected to go to Mambo. You are not expected to go to York. You are not expected to go to Tumbo and even Waterloo. And so that uh, you will now pile up 11.9% of the votes from across the district, which is what will get you. It's, so people need to understand, yes, it's not only your localized votes, uh, um, however popular you are in your, in your local community. If the votes do not count up to 11.9%, you are toast. So similarly, in places such as um, Freetambo and Kenema, a party or independent candidate can win sections of, of the population 
for example, win at all voter registration centers in an entire chiefdom award, and yet still end up losing all the seats in the district block? If your chiefdom is not up to, let's say for the, the, the parliamentary, the skipping at the parliamentary, mm -hmm. if your children did not pull 11.9% of the votes allocated to the district, that is the proportion of votes, that is the threshold that you should have. If your chiefdom does not pull, does not give you 11.9% uh, of the votes, whether everybody 100% in your children voted for you, mm. if it's not up to 11.9% of the total votes for that district, you're not going to win. Okay, so it's more about the threshold and not about population. It's, it's about the threshold. The threshold also has to do uh, with the with proportion population. of votes. Yeah. It's the proportion of votes. If the number of the threshold is 11.9% of the total votes in the district, cast in the district, so if you're, you are very popular in your, in your local community, in your chiefdom, but your chiefdom is only 5% of the total votes mm. in that district, that means you only pulled 5%, you didn't get 11.9%, mm. so therefore you're not going to get a seat. Okay, so that you can be popular, but if... You, you don't get the threshold, <laughs> you don't get the proportion of votes that is required, yeah. you will not get it. Quite interesting. Okay, so knowing that there are gaps in knowledge and understanding, what is um, NASED and perhaps... AMBs and others doing in terms of electoral education to address this. Um, yeah, so, so that's why we we thought it was important for us to do some um, scientific research around this. Okay. Let us don't just assume that young people don't know or young people know. So what we decided to do was to have a reputable company to do some research for us to find out what is the level of understanding of young people. Where are the gaps in their understanding? And now it is our responsibility. Tomorrow we're going to meet together with some other experts and other uh, players in the, in the election management circle. So we will sit down and now we say, okay, these are some of the gaps that were identified by the perception survey that we did. So how do we craft messages to reach out to these people? What medium do we use? What is the reflective medium? Because we now see in that, in that same uh, perception survey, it says 71% of people say it's radio. But at the same time, uh, there is a chunk of young people who also get their, 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 their message from social media, yeah. especially WhatsApp and Facebook and things of that nature. How do we have messaging that will make use of all of those those platforms is another thing we'll consider in our message development yeah. seminar. So is it, um, is, it that, is it that you're targeting young people only because they're most associated with violence? Well, not, not that per se. These are first-time voters. What we did yesterday in, in, in our press conference, we unveiled some messages. Um, for instance, how do we help young uh, first-time voters to avoid the regular mistakes that makes their voice, their voice void? Okay. So we're doing some education on that. So that's a way of educating them uh, and helping them to participate. We are also going to undertake some activities that are very, uh, 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 what is it, accommodating to young people. We're going to do concerts, for instance, we call them entertainment, mm. which brings a lot of young people, they are favorite artists, and uh, we, we sing and dance, but at the same time, we use the interviews to send in strong messages about their participation and non-violence, and also give them a lot more understanding of this peer system, so as to forestall violence in the, in the case where the whole, your, your proverbial whole children will vote for somebody and still not get... Uh, the system that uh, they require, let them understand that their children, much as they 100% voted for their candidate, they didn't meet the threshold of 11.9%.
Okay, so do you in any way worry that there could be cause um, for confusion or real tensions? There is always, there is always. There People is. don't start seeing results that they don't understand. People start seeing results. Well, see, that's the point. There's always a tendency. Sometimes it emanates from um, people's genuine lack of understanding of how the process pans out. Uh, maybe sometimes their frustration uh, that their aspirations didn't pan out as, 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 as well as they thought it would. Yeah. But at other times, and plenty of times, uh, some of these, these, these angst that we have uh, um, in uh, following elections are, are germinated by a, a politicians who have a vested interest. And when they don't, they don't get what they, they, they want, they begin to, uh, to twist the process. Never a time, they don't normally say, okay, like in other places, I lost, I concede, I congratulate my opponent. They don't do that mostly here. They always have a problem. Oh, we, we, we have some problem with that vote. That number of votes was stolen there. Some polling agents said this, that kind of thing. All of that, it boils down to one thing, to create tension in, in the communities and where uh, law enforcement is not strong enough to, to nip uh, 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 such tensions in the board, it might erupt into violence, all engineered by people who are maybe sore losers. Mm. So if we look at um, Nigeria, for example, now, the recent election of Tunubu and the public backlash against the electoral systems, you know, that are being further compounded by the recent BBC audit of official results. How do we ensure that the youth um, really understand PRL so that, I mean, you've mentioned some um, strategies so that we can make election meaningful to them and can help them to achieve their desires, aspiration and hopes, not confusion and... Uh, uh, really, I, I hope we don't... We don't... We don't... Um, convolute our understanding of these things and our comparison of what's going on here and what may have happened in, 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 in Nigeria, for instance. What we are very interested in is to can I say, step up, care up the process of public education, electoral education. Mm -hmm. Already, uh, NEC and other AMBs and civil society are all playing their parts to get the public to understand these things. But you know, this is education. Yeah. When you, 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 you do public education, the, the uptick uh, may be as low as you may not want it. Sometimes it can catch fire as soon as uh, it be. It depends on, on what medium we use and the target population mm -hmm. that we are looking at. So we are exploring all avenues to ensure that uh, as many people as possible um, understand this thing. Remember now, the survey is saying whether people actually understand the process of how uh, votes may be allocated. Everybody knows now that uh, the, the government, uh, with the electoral system that we're using this year, is the, the what do you call it, the, the proportional representation district block system. Mm -hmm. How how are this allocated? They are not very clear on that one. We are going to try as much as possible uh, using uh, uh, what is available to us to get to people to understand uh, better how, how those things work. And also try as much as possible to capture their imagination from naysayers, uh, uh, usually politicians, who may want to misinform them to their own ends, which is the present danger that we always face uh, during the election. Alright, so finally, um, the strategies you mentioned, um, do they cut across the whole, is it national or is it just free time based? No, it's a national thing, we are a national. Because we see that we have limited 
almost less than a month. Yeah, but uh, we, 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 we are a national institution and we have networks of uh, uh, um, uh, partner radio stations across the country, our personal civil society groups across the country, and we are going to leverage on that, that goodwill and partnership that we have across the country to ensure that uh, these messages uh, go out uh, to every nook and cranny of this country. All right, thank you very much, um, Mr. Kalulu, for being here today. Thank you, thank you very much for coming. I have been Lucy Emanet Aliu. Till next time, see you on another episode.